Hello, good evening, and welcome to the latest episode of La Magicast. I'm your host, Scott Moreau. Welcome to episode 199. Uh, with me today is Joey. How are you, Joey? Uh, Scott, could be better, could be better. <laughs> like we said pre-pod, I think a uh, psychologist uh, might do me well. Some nice therapy sessions. How about you? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. Um, as we're also talking pre-pod, I've been suffering with sinus problems due to the change of the weather. So I'm, I do sound bunged up. I haven't got cold. It's just sinus problems. I do suffer with hay fever. Uh, I've got that. You sure it's not a reaction after yesterday? Uh, no, to be <laughs> honest, it's probably not as bad as I first thought. But no, we will be talking about yesterday's game. And I'll do a preview for Saturday's game against Inter, who won 6 0 at Hellas Verona yesterday. Uh, we are recording on Thursday evening, so there's two games tonight. As the is it Empoli Bologna and Udinese Napoli? Yeah, I think it's the two games tonight. Um, if Napoli win their Serie A champions with is it five games left to go. So, yeah, um, a bit later than they expected after Sunday's draw against Salernitana. But we've got a bit to get through to this evening. Uh, the game against Monza. Jose Mourinho in a, in a voice recording, a microphone. He's, I thought, do you reckon he was part of a, a character from The Wire? Uh, an early popular 2002 Wonderful TV show, which should get all the talking about like, it should do 21 years later, because it's one of the best TV shows around. But uh, his run, and then the game against Monza, uh, against Inter, sorry, on Saturday evening, um, which is, I would say, not... Would you say it's the main, main course on Saturday with Milan-Lazio? And then the relegation battle, I think it's Cremonese-Verona in the evening, so this this is a tasty Saturday, but yeah, uh, I'm off on a tangent, I do like to go on a tangent, but yesterday, one all draw away at Monza, um, Stefan Al-Sharari scoring after Tammy Abraham capitalised on a, a goalkeeping error from Di Gregoria, um, and then Calderola scoring on the back post with a volley just before half-time, and then a red card for Zeki Celik in stoppage time, which I thought was harsh because he slipped, but and he got like a minute left of the game. Was, oh, if the referee had a smart head on him, you'd have just let it go and continue, but rules are rules. But overall, what were your thoughts on yesterday? Because for the first half, after a sloppy first 10 minutes, they sort of controlled the game, but the second half was quite poor. And I think Mourinho made suggestions with the subs that he brought on that there isn't much depth on the bench due to the injuries. Um, But it's probably not the worst point. I think he was trying to figure out, let's not get beat here because Mons have won three in a row and they just beat Fiorentina and Inter. But the second half was quite poor. But what were your overall thoughts on yesterday? Uh, it was disappointing in a sense, Scott, because I felt um, that game was there for the taking if we had the players. I, I don't. I think Monza were pretty much full healthy lineup uh, except for Patania. So um, they they didn't play as well as they did versus Fiorentina and Inter. Even them, they dropped. So it was really there for the taking. But again, what hindered Roma is they have no depth. 
they basically don't have much of a squad due to injuries. And uh, first half, uh, they did they did well enough. Um, I, I don't know if it will be well enough to score, but like you mentioned, well enough to control the game. They got gifted a goal by Di Gregorio, and I thought maybe they can hold on to it. Unfortunately not, Tammy missed the uh, the back post. Again, marking back post, second game in a row where they miss it. Calderola with a good finish. And then second half, both teams are very poor. But um, on Roma's side, I, I can tell they were they were gassed in the second half. They they didn't have much energy. Uh, they still created, I think it was one chance for Ibanez right towards the end. But just they didn't have the energy nor the players. Uh, I thought Sobakin was, was, sorry, was awful. He was a disaster yesterday. Uh, even when Vopato came on, uh, you can tell it just it just wasn't there. And then we lost another player due to injury in El Shirari. I just summed up the evening. I just it, it just it's heartbreaking because it was there for the taking, uh, especially the Milan drop points. And we could and it's not that we we couldn't take advantage due to ability. We couldn't do it due to the amount of injuries we have. And again, we suffered another one. Scott, I think uh, we should play a game uh, when we do the preview. We should predict who's going to be disqualified or injured next because th- this this just doesn't stop. And it's just, I don't know, it just we're, we're getting the short end of the stick, they say. We're just getting some bad luck here. But, yeah, overall uh, disappointing. But, I mean, I can't fault the players. We're not left with much options. Can I start the game early and say Gianluca Mancini or Roger Abanez? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's fair because Ibanez is one yellow away. Heck, even Dybala, Scott, yeah. surprisingly, see him uh, play a few minutes and get a yellow card and then miss the next game. Like I wouldn't Bologna, go past yeah. anybody. Uh, and I'm glad you mentioned Chelik's uh, uh, second yellow to his red card. This is where Mourinho's statements came in about after the game. Is he he said the ref had no empathy, which you can see that on Chelik's. The Chelix yellow, excuse me, the the guy just he clearly slipped. He slipped, yeah. Sure, you call call the foul, but you're gonna give him a yellow card. I don't, I don't get that. I'm not saying Chiefy was bad uh, in any way that game, but that that is that is a terrible yellow to give. The guy was the guy was falling. Uh, I don't know. That's where I think Mourinho um, was was really pissed off with that, and that's where those comments came from should he went as far as saying he's the worst referee ever i don't know about that but i see his point of where he showed no empathy towards chelic of giving him the second yellow card um i don't think he's the worst referee um but it do you reckon he's at risk for the suspension for saturday or is that said big... he's gonna be there uh okay. Mourinho, they already they already said he's gonna be there if we lost Mourinho, scott i mean that's just that just ends it all. Like, yeah, how how much more do you want Roma to to suffer? We're already missing Fati uh, in in the Europa League. One of the matches, uh, uh, first leg, yeah, because of Feyenoord. So, and then we saw the reports about DiBala getting a yellow. Like, this is just this is just comical. At some point, it just it has to stop somewhere. Like, I I don't wear I don't get what's going on. And in even worse case. Is uh, sorry to rant on about this. Maresca is is doing the the Inter Roma game. Oh no! Ha- yeah, and we remember how ha- uh, we remember when Maresca does Roma and the Milan club games. How it ends. So it just oh. I don't know. It just it just makes a tough situation even worse. Uh, 
Antonio Conte's favourite Italian ref, Fabio Maresca. I think he shouted, it's always you, it's always you, Maresca, as he got sent off uh, during the COVID season. Into, went into one of the Serie A, but um, he had to be dragged off by Stellini, which was probably one of my favourite moments during that season. But no... Um, I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think Chief is the worst ref. Do you? It's got to be Orsato. No. Orsato or oh, yeah, I go with Orsato. Just uh, Chiefy. Like I, I don't. I don't fully agree with Mourinho's words, but I do agree of why he left early and why he was pissed off because of that. Because of that incident with Chelik. I, I do agree um, with Mourinho on that point. To say he's the worst ref, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think he did. Uh, much wrong in that game uh, that that I clearly noticed, but it just I don't know. Just uh, some of these refs, Scott. Again, we talk about this every week. Uh, I know I kind of cry wolf about it. Just I, I don't understand some of their decisions. But anyways, uh, we we can rant on about refs. We we should do a, a podcast in the summer about them. Just rank like best or worst ref, I guess, and and just go through hilarious moments that uh, that they have during these games. Uh, yeah, uh, so I've got the quotes, some of the quotes from yesterday. I haven't got full because it'll probably take me 10 minutes to, to talk about it. Um, uh, he said, he, Chief, is the worst referee I've ever met in my life. He's the worst technically. He's horrible. Zero empathy, zero communication, zero awareness. A, a second yellow to, to a guy, Chelik, who slips in the 96th minute. I stopped talking uh, 20, 30 minutes from the end because I knew he would give me a red card for anything. I didn't give him the opportunity. I decided, no, that's enough. Ooh. Uh, ooh. There's probably more. Because um, he's had another out, but... It, <sighs> if he said anything else, it'd be like the infamous quote that me and you sometimes say, if I speak, I'm in trouble. I prefer trouble. not to speak. Yeah, exactly. I, prefer, I prefer not to speak. And that's an ongoing quote, an in-joke with my friends. But no, last night we saw Roma slip to seventh. Um, Verona lost 6-0 at home to Inter. Atalanta defeated Spezia. Juventus defeated Lecce. Milan only scraped a one-all draw against Cremonese. Do you think... I won't ask this because I you, I know the answer straight away. Uh, but do you think the late goal on on Saturday as a as like a cloud hanging over the club, uh, not a, a club, sorry, over the players a little bit because they could if they managed to get a result Saturday and managed to get a result yesterday, they could have been on sixty three points and fourth. But it's it's ifs, whats, and maybes, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, if if Roma ended up the way the way it's coming down with uh, starting with Roma and Milan, if they ended up sealing the victory and then they tied today, and then going to Inter, uh, given the injuries, if you can uh, somehow even come out or draw, you're 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 still you're still right there because other teams around you will draw points. Remember um, the three. The, basically, the six teams that are fighting for those Champions League spots all play each other uh, this weekend. Ooh. 
So you know other teams around you are going to drop points. And again, head-to-head might be important. So taking that result to Milan uh, would have enabled you to have maybe draws in the next couple of games, you know, given the situation we have at Monza and somehow getting a draw against Inter. Now, um, even Ibanez says that now you're you're sort of forced to win against Inter. And that's the that's what you mentioned that that's kind of sticking with Roma is that Milan game. Now it's you know, it's forcing them to kind of, you're asking to, to me, it's to do almost, not the impossible, but it, it, to do something that's very unlikely. They have to beat Inter. And I I know we'll get to a prediction. I just, I cannot see it. I, I cannot see the team that is decimated, that has nine players out for Saturday, is going to be able to beat Inter, who have won their last two games, beat Lazio in a big game, and won 6-0 yesterday and absolutely battered uh, Hellas Verona. They're picking up some form. Now, will they think maybe ahead of Champions League? Maybe. But at this pay- at this case, sorry, it just I, I, I think that result in Milan might cost them, and that's what might be hanging over their head. They have to get through it for sure. If there's somebody who can manage to do something special with nothing, Mourinho could be one of them in a in a one-off type game. But it will be very difficult Saturday. I it's like it's like I don't even know how you can manage to play all the players who just played Wednesday, right? There's gonna be no rotation and mm. even like we were saying yesterday, guys were were had no energy left, you can tell in the seventieth, eightieth minute. Okay. So Exactly. So the my only hope is Inter um, coming for Saturday is that they have Champions League to think about. Yeah. And that okay. might hinder their judgment. And both, maybe same with Roma. Yeah, both teams have got European football to look forward to next week. And they've got, so Roma got Leverkusen and uh, Inter have got uh, their city rivals in the Champions League. Um, I wanted to talk about, about yesterday's game. Um, we talked about this player on WhatsApp. I did feel sorry for him because he looked a little bit lost and Gianluca, Gianluca Mancini was consoling him at times yesterday. It was Olesol Bakun. Um, he's had an okay-ish start to, to life in Italy. He's looked lively. I think he's got a goal and assist in the, in the few games that he's played. But yesterday he did struggle do you feel like he's trying too hard to impress and it's not coming all naturally to him? Um, he, he, I don't think he, him and Tammy Abraham were linking straight away. It'll come. It will happen at, during time. But yesterday was a bit of a struggle to watch. Um, do you feel like he was just trying too hard and just nothing came off? I, I felt like he was um, he was sort of nervous not to mess up. Yeah, um, yeah. As as he would get the ball, for me, he would try immediately to pass it off, whether yeah. that's the right option or not. Sometimes it's the right option to do is not to have the ball too long at your feet, give it off, create space, and whatever. That that's you know in certain situations, but certain situations you need to let the play develop. Guys make runs, and you need to pass it off or shoot or make the the action happened like at the right time him i find too many times he looked nervous on the ball with no confidence and he would just pass the ball off to the nearest person so uh that's that's something that's as obviously it's not good for any you know young footballer coming into a new league but it's normal it just 
he obviously can't continue that way. He looked, you're right. He looked lost too in terms of um, where he had to be with linking up play. He only looked better when there's other ball carriers around him and he would make those runs. So he looked better in that way. So, but him and El Shrari kind of do a little the same thing. So mm. maybe having, cause he, I think he's going to start on the weekend. There's no questions about it. Right. Agreed. I, yeah. think, I think having Pellegrini kind of direct for him and Abraham might suit him better, but not, but yeah, but yesterday he looked, yeah, he definitely looked lost and Mancini was trying to help. He consoled him a bit. I just, it was, it was a disaster. And the couple of times he tried to keep the ball to do something he just, it was like a, a one-trick thing. He it, It's its a typical winger type, I guess, type. When we tried to just push the ball and use his, just his sheer pace to pass somebody. But like I said, it, in that formation, the half spaces, it's its harder to do those type of things. So he's just got to be aware more around him and, and just be confident more on the ball. He has ability. He's just got to be more confident. And hopefully we can see that more against Inter. Fast forward to Saturday and he scores the winner in like the 70th minute. I think we all rejoice. I will but... do some Viking Norwegian <laughs> pants if that happens. No, I, to be honest, I did feel sorry for him. And there, I feel that given the time, he will he will do well for Roma. I hope he's not discarded after six months because that would be just horrible. But given the chance, it will happen. It just felt yesterday, it's like... It just it was very it was very painful to watch at times. You can see he, he's got the quality. He's done well in the past, but um yesterday it was just it was just hard to watch at times. But just fingers crossed if he does start on Saturday, I think he'll have a uh, a good game because he'll have the crowd behind him as well. But yeah, you know, there is a there is a player there. Look what he's did for Bodo Glimpse in the last couple of seasons. He tore Roma to shreds in the Europa League, uh, Europa League, Conference League games. And that's what made other teams bid for him when he came to Rome. He has impressed in games. Like, his debut was pretty good. He came off against Sampdoria and gave an assist. But, yeah, time will tell. I think there is a player there. And just, just give the lad time. Because this is, remember, this is the first time he's played on grass. Yes, yeah, that makes a difference. It uh, makes I, a lot of difference. Yeah, we'll we'll tell more next year if he's a if he's a player right for Roma next year. It's hard to tell this year. We're just just to the end of the year. We're hoping he can do something to help, given our our current uh, crisis. Yeah, our injury crisis. Um, I'll talk about one more player before talking about the game on Saturday. Uh, a player who has been head and shoulders. Uh, of one of the Primavera players that's come in this season uh, is Eduardo Bove. Uh, he impressed yesterday. He looked absolutely shattered at the end yesterday. He put in a hell of a shift against, uh, uh, I, nearly said, I nearly said Messina. I was trying to say Pusina um, uh, and Monza's midfield. He's he's come into his own in the last couple of weeks. I thought in January there would be rumours and stuff like that of him going out on loan. Um, but I think in the last month or so, he's proven a lot of people wrong. And he's putting another really good shift in midfield. He's like... we. I've said that he's like a dog on zoomies, <laughs> just running around after everyone. But he harasses, he starts to press, he wins the ball up high, he puts the tackle in. But another stellar performance yesterday, wasn't it? 
Yeah, absolutely. To me, he was Roma's best player again, and that's uh, that's that's really amazing to see. And it's going to be critical down the stretch. I I see sort of a shade, Scott. I, I know I'm I might be a little far fetched. Uh, I'm not saying exact quality, but I see a bit a little shades of uh, Angulo Conte, the way he just the way he just goes after players, wins the ball. It just it's it's incredible to see, and he's really grown to his own. And he took this. Uh, uh, this injury problems we're having, he took the opportunity to to uh, to show what he's got, and he's been he was brilliant again yesterday. He's going to be key. He's definitely going to be key on on Saturday for sure against uh, Inter's midfield, who's been doing a lot better uh, lately. Brozovic is kind of coming into his own again from his injury, so he's going to be very important. And I thought he had a again, I thought he had a great game yesterday. Won the ball high uh, offensively. I will say it's not his uh, his strengths, but he he he's starting to link up play a lot better. So which is which is nice to see. But overall, great game, great performance again for for Bove, uh, and I just hope it continues for him. Yeah, completely agree. Um, we'll go into the game on Saturday. Do you think he'll start? He has to respond. We have nobody else. We have nobody else. Yeah, yeah. we have nine players out. I, I can already tell you the starting lineup. Like now, it's right. uh, it's 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 gonna be. It's sorry, I'm losing my words. It's gonna be. Uh, it's easy to see who's gonna start on Saturday. Okay, fair enough. Uh, sorry, I've got more of Mourinho's quotes. Um, about the injuries, because when you have a t- uh, uh, this will come into play about Sunday, uh, Saturday's game. Excuse me, because he also says something about a mind game, saying that uh, he doesn't think that one of like was it Dybala, Smallin, Vinaldum, or Bellotti will start or have minutes on on Saturday. I think yeah. that's maybe a bit of mind games. I think two maybe will play. Yeah, it, it, it can be because I, I follow a lot of the inside source of Roma and they're, they're saying like their plan is, I, I keep hearing more Dybala Wijnaldum. Their plan okay. is to try to get them win- minutes for uh, Saturday. That was a plan at yeah. the beginning and then Mourinho was saying what he's saying. So I definitely think there's some mind games there. Yeah, I think there is mind games. I was thinking either Dybala and Bellotti. Oh, okay. I was hearing Wijnaldum because Bellotti ah. supposedly um, his is around a three to four week stop. Um, oh, because it's broken ribs, isn't it? And broken yes. ribs is uh, yes, yeah. Okay, that makes sense because um, all the injured players were on the touchline yesterday, which is a very good thing to see. Uh, it's like a family feel to it. I think that's what the commentator, commentator said on um, on the world feed because you saw Lorente Karsdorp. Uh, Dybala because he got booked Bellotti Lorente Smallin uh, I think the only non-injured player sorry the injured player was Marish Kambula because I think he's about to have surgery on his knee yeah um, this is what Mourinho said about injuries when you have a team with 30 equal players you don't have these injuries because you make a substitution on the 60th. This is not us. Some teams have done it poorly in Europe and play one game a week, but this is not us. We are the we are the only team that doesn't have the squad to say where they are. We're in the semi-finals of a European competition. We play two extra games for Salzburg. We fight for high places in the league and we don't have the strength to do it. Also, there is the accumulation of fatigue. How many games has Al-Shirari played in the last few years? 
how many has he played this year? Same for Smalling. It's borderline fatigue. For this reason, I am with them until the last minute of the season. They deserve me to be here until the last minute. Always the same, the same. I'm proud to work with these guys here. On Saturday, how would you set up? I I still would risk it and, and run a four-back, get an extra midfield to contain uh, Brozovic, Chalanoglu, and Barella because they're playing well, but he's going to set up in a three-back. So what I, what I think he should do, uh, I know I'm not the coach, but what I would like to see is a, is really a four-back, but what I think we'll see is, is again, Cristante at the, the middle of yeah. the, the three, which he played yesterday, by the way. Chalik didn't end up playing center. Yeah, back. yeah. He, he so, Pellegrini. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was strange because everyone was thinking it would be Chelik, Chelik, um, Mancini, Nabanez. Nabanez, who would be playing right wing back? It could have been Sol back in, but I think the the switch was correct in the end. But Pellegrini played deeper, which I don't think worked as well as it should. So the good thing is Matic is back for Saturday, so you'll have a double pivot of. Matic and someone else. Sorry, I didn't mean to. And Bove. Yeah. It's going to be Bove. And then up top, you, you'll you have Solbach in uh, Pellegrini and then supporting Abraham. It's, yeah. I, I don't think there's any other way to go. I'll, again, unless there's a surprise with some of the injuries, maybe maybe we'll see Dybala or Wijnaldum for a few minutes. That's what keeps going back and forth. That, uh, that was sort of their plan. Maybe we won't. But that's what you go with. And then off the bench, Scott, I, I don't even know who you have, right? Because on your flanks, you're playing, which is going to worry me again. You're going to be playing Zaleski and Spinazzola. And Spinazzola yeah. Which Spinazzola, I know we didn't talk about him yesterday. It was just, oof, it wasn't great. Yeah, Brian Daly, the Monza wing back when he came on, pretty much had him in his back pocket. Um, he tried some things. I think it was just, Nothing came off yesterday. It was just one of those games where nothing came off yeah, in the second half because it was it was very meh. Um, did you say back three is Mancini, Cristante, Banez, Zaleski, and Spinazzola on the on the wing backs? Bove and Matic, Pellegrini playing higher up with Solbach and Abraham. I think we've pretty much got the same sort of eleven, unless there is the minor miracle where. We have Vinaldum and Dabala because that will change the spectrum and the game. Uh, One hundred eighty, sure. yeah. But, it's just... but let's say Scott, we don't. Okay, we run this lineup. Who is even on the bench besides Matty Camera? Valpato, Valpato, Dejerovitz, Vila, and then it's it's more Primavera players, right? Yeah. I, I, the only one I can see is, um, well, I can't see, but I I keep hearing like he he's been doing medical checks to see if his knee is okay. Is Darbo, but I, you know, yeah, when it is Achilles, and he, he snapped his Achilles, wasn't it? Or was it Crucia? No, it was Crucia. Crucia. It was the, the dreaded ACL. Which yeah, is... it was a dreaded AC, dreaded ACL, which you know, Roman loves their ACLs. Uh, well, I saw something today. You know, Arsenal women, uh, sadly, I think they lost to Wolfsburg. Was it to Wolfsburg or Barcelona the other night? They've got four players out with ACL injuries at the moment. Four. That's crazy. 
Leah, Leah Williamson is the latest one. She done her cruise ships a couple of weeks ago. Um, she's one of the star players for England national team and national women's. But yeah, I, I saw that. I thought, oh, that's the Roma crisis from about <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> 2015 to 2017 or even <laughs> earlier. Have they, uh, surprisingly, have they played some hidden matches at the Olympical causing this? Oh, or? No, no, no. <laughs> I just, I saw that on Sky Sports News. I was thinking, Jesus Christ, that's, that's a hell of an injury curse at the moment for Arsenal women. But I, sorry to be on a tangent, but Saturday, I think it's going to be tense because Inter have hit form at the right time because they beat Empoli. They've beaten... Oh, sorry, they drew with Benfica. Or, did you draw and then went through on aggregate because they won two? Yeah, they yeah. drew, but the, they had the game wrapped up. They were yeah, up 3-1. Yeah, I mean, three, they kind of laid back. Yeah. Uh, they beat Lazio, and, and now they, they, beat, they beat Hellas yeah, Verona. I thought Hellas Verona was going to give them a tougher game than Milan I playing Fluminese. I thought so. Um, Chanaloglu scored that one, the goal, and yeah. now that's, that's that meme that's going to go around with the inter-hierarchy was pictured about 10 oh. seconds later. And it, yeah, <laughs> it's just a complete shock. The reaction. <laughs> the reaction. But this is a tough game. I feel with the injury crisis, it's not going to be great. If it, if Roma can snap something, it'd be wonderful. And I think they probably could. But it's the three games in, what, seven days. You've got a fourth one coming up in like five days later. It's going to be tough. If they can keep it as nil-nil as long as possible, they could probably get something out of it. But how are you feeling going into the game? Uh, not hopeful, Scott. I messaged you through the league. Um, uh, through the league, I think their Champions League hopes are 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 finished. Uh, oh, I, it's not I, over yet. It's not over. No, yet, I know. I, I'm saying this is my my feeling towards no. it. With the injuries that we have, it just. Uh, unless they get a win versus Inter, uh, I don't think a draw is going to do them any good. Um, then, then they will have to hope for you know Inter to. Um, they're going to have to hope for Inter to lose points in like four remaining games, which they might with Champions League. It just uh, look like like Ibanya said, this is a must win. This is not mm. even a draw. It's a must win. I thought Monza was a must win. But this is like definitely a must win. My my prediction is I don't think they win it. I just think I thought if they had a full lineup, yeah, I, I definitely can see them at the Olympical taking a result. But without nine players, maybe nine players, I just can't see them winning this game. The only thing, like I said, Scott, is I would be bold. And I, I want to ask you this. Would you, am I crazy to say that Roma should add that extra midfielder, run, you know, um, uh, Bove, Matic, and Cristante in the midfield run a four back and try to neutralize Inter's midfield, or is that just me? Should should they not try to do that? Oh, it's a good question. They've I would personally, I would, I would really, I would really have them three try to neutralize Inter's midfield because that to me has always been their strongest. Is their their yeah. their their five in the midfield? It's between strong. Their, yeah, between Di Marco, Barella, Chalonago, Brozovic, and even. Uh, Mkhitaryan, one of them that rotates in, they're very strong. They don't have screen ER, so their 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 back could be vulnerable. And up front, they're they've been hit and miss. They found a bit of form scoring goals, but you know they've been hit and miss. Their best their best players are in the midfield. To me, I would try to add the extra midfield, neutralize them, and see what um, Solbach in Abraham and and Pellegrini can do up top. I would go with that. It's just that would Pellegrini look play 
would be comfortable playing on the left. He's done it for Italy. Yeah, I can see him playing yeah. that, you know, playing in the left and then sort of cutting in. Where, Cut it in. It could, yeah, it could where, be the fourth where, midfielder. It could be a fourth midfielder. Exactly. So back in kind of gives more wide support wide, while Abraham yeah. roams through to be honest, the middle. It's not the worst idea, and it's probably not because it, 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 he did it against Sampdoria, but just because he had no defenders, and he played. And I guess he felt Sampdoria, you know, was very weak. Yes, yes, so yes. He just—I uh, don't mind Cristante as a center back, like as an emergency, he's done all right. But yeah. coming up against guys like Lukaku and Jekyll, I don't know how he's going to handle them physically. Yeah. Yeah. It it means you're going to. 2v2 at the back as well especially if if you're going back three you have that spare man as cover because um, if you play because some teams in, in Serie A or quite a few do play with two up top because they play a back three um, but yeah uh, you, you can be bold and go back to a back four it's just if Josie feels comfortable with it against Inter's would you say it's not? It's like a high press, but they play with a back five, and at and times then, it's yeah. like a three-two-five because the because the wing backs do play quite high, like Dumfries. I watched part. I watched the game Sunday, and at times he was playing as a right, like a right-sided attacking forward, like a like a wing, like a winger. Like a, like a like a wide forward, so at times it is a three five two, but I think with the ball it's a three two five because the wing yeah, backs they, they get very high. The wing so backs so high, it's ridiculous. Um, it's to see if you can get in behind, and I imagine as you probably you would agree with me that Roman will probably sit back and try and hit on the counter. Oh, they definitely will. Um, that's got to be their strategy. That's all they can do. It worked well against Milan. Um, yeah. Nothing. They sat too, too deep until the second half where they were getting tired. But uh, yeah, they uh, they did it well against Milan. Uh, look, they've been Inter before at the San Siro. It's just like I said, the players. But this this is it. Uh, to me, Scott, if they don't if they don't win this game uh, somehow, I think you you don't throw the the the, the league. But this is where you make the decision. You just you just go all out in in Europa League because I I think if they don't win this game I believe that's their only hope to make it. If you were me, Scott, given their injuries too, I would fully focus on Europa League. I think that's going to be their best chance to make it. I, I don't think they can keep up in two competitions anymore. They could barely do it with a full team. So now imagine half a team. So uh, to me, yeah. it's in route. You just you get through Leverkusen, then you have a one-off final. You somehow get through two games against Leverkusen, you have a one-off final against either Sporting or Juventus. So, and you get players back, right? Yeah. And it's going to be the final would be uh, is it the end of the month, right? Uh, yeah, it's May thirty-first. Yeah, Let, yeah. you know, it's just hypothetical. If you can get through this, um, you'll have players back for that final, guaranteed. So. To me, if it were me, I would I would start focusing on Europa League and put put all your energy in it, really. Because yeah, unless you get a win Saturday, which I don't predict they do, I I think it's going to be very tough to get it through the league. The only downside is like they did two years ago. Once you get absolutely decimated in the first leg, and then you're throwing all your eggs into one basket, and it just goes completely awry. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I I just I have more faith in Mourinho not. You know, not losing. Um, how much did we yeah. lose? Six two six, against six United. Two, yeah, we were. Yeah, it I, was yeah. open. 
yeah, that first leg still haunts me because we could yeah, have got to the Europa League final that that season and could have done yeah. really, really well. Sorry, Scott, to rant on about this. I I really appreciated Fonseca for what he did, but that I know we had three injuries. I get it. We had yeah. Spinazzola, Paulo Lopez, and I'm forgetting one. There were Veritu. three in the first half. Who was it? Jordan Veritu. And Veritu, that's right. I get it, but the second half, the way they played that high line was oh, just suicide. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> it was just suicide. Crazy. You're you're up two one at the Olympico. Uh, sorry, at the Old Trafford. Just pack it up. See even the if they out. score one, see the game out. Even if they score one, you're going in a draw into the second leg at the Olympico, which you ended up winning, by the way. Three two. Yeah, with Cristante's. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good goal. Oh, yeah, that was a phenomenal goal. I remember. Yeah, it's just. It, you go in there, even if you go 3-2, even if they somehow score two goals, you're only down one going into the Olympico. It, I don't know. I just, I, I don't understand how that happened. That's what I'm saying with Mourinho. I don't think that happens. Uh, I just, I don't see that happening. Uh, so basically, I, I do agree because if Jose sets his stool up, he will... Because if it was that type of game, he will set his stall up not to concede more than one or more than zero. Sorry, so he was he will set up in a more defensive manner. But yeah, it's, it depends if we can get something out of Saturday. I don't think it's all over because, like I said, and um, when I had Richard Carmen on, other teams in that Champions League uh, places will drop points. They will drop points, and it's. There's only Napoli who are streets ahead at the moment, but and the rest have just been like, how can we try not to screw this up but get over the line as as slow as possible? This remember this will go to the the last week weekend and the last games in June. So fingers oh, crossed. Fingers crossed. Roma still have a chance. Um, it's disappointing because drop points and injuries have just been, it's just been, oh God, not again. I still have hope. It's still, I still think they can. I, I did make this bold prediction. I'm happy to prove them wrong in the 5th of June when the season is over. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, before we wrap up, do you have anything else to add? Uh no, that's that's all for me. It's just hope for uh it's hope for a, a special masterclass from Mourinho on Saturday. Yeah, um, I did say earlier that it was it was Cremonese Verona on Saturday night. It's actually Cremonese and Spezia. So that's, that's going to be a good game. Yeah. I'm going to be bold and say Cremonese is going to take it. You reckon? Because they did yep. pick up quite a few points recently. They picked up a draw last night. I feel. That Spezia could get drawn into it. No, they are yeah. they are drawn into it, but they've they are. I watched that, them against Monza last week and they were awful. Yeah, they, they were. They were. And also, Scott, before we end off, uh, I got to tip my hat to uh, Salernitana again. They have mm. the second longest uh, winning streak now in Europe, right after Man City. And Rudy of course, Diaz. right yeah, r- right before Leverkusen, because Leverkusen is third. <laughs> Obviously, but anyways, uh, yes, yeah, Alenitana, amazing, amazing job they've done since they hired uh, Souza, mm. uh, and Buladia is incredible. They're uh, they're definitely going to buy him from the reports from Villarreal. Twelve million. Twelve million. Uh, that's yeah. the best loan signing. I said it like three, four months ago. After I think he's, I think he's got fourteen this season in Serie. Yeah, uh, he does. 
that's the best loan signing someone's made this this season, hands down. He's such a really good striker. Such Are really they mathematically signing. safe now? Uh, I, ooh, good question. Um, uh, this is pandering. Uh, I don't think they're mathematically safe. I think they might need just to be on the safe side. So what is there? Four games left or five? There's five. Uh, they've got thirty-five, and Verona got twenty-seven. So what's that? Eight. Uh, I think one more win will do it. Okay, let's let's hope it's uh, let's hope it's against Empoli or actually they play Empoli in Emp- Atlanta. Yeah, they got Empoli on Monday evening at half five. And then, and then Atalanta. Atalanta. And then they've got Roma on the 22nd. So let's hope a victory versus Atalanta seals their uh, <laughs> yeah. seals their, their qualification for Serie A next year. And then against Roma, they just don't care anymore. <laughs> that would be a perfect scenario. Biscotto. That's all I'm going to say. Biscotto. <laughs> um, is if you know, you know. Um, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um Guys, you can follow us at lemagicast.com and find all our previous episodes on the website and you can find all our podcast, all our episodes. So I always screw this up. I don't know why. All our episodes on the podcast platform, so your Apple, SoundCloud, Podbean, Spotify, etc., etc. Hopefully in the next couple of days I can get over this bungness of sinus problems. I don't wish it on anyone. It's horrific. Um Joey, thank you once again for joining me. Thank you, Scott, for enduring this uh, this therapy session with me when we talk uh, about Roma. No, it's fine. Um, Sam was going to join us, but he had problems with his router, and uh, he messaged me as we're about to record that he's gone to pick up some stuff for his router. So fingers crossed. Um, our next episode is our 200th, and I'd hopefully got a good special guest lined up he has been on the podcast before uh i'm just gonna do the final touches over the weekend but joey thank you very much once again absolute pleasure thank you scott guys enjoy the rest of your week week and the weekend enjoy the football tonight you might see a new league champion because that's uh the rumor is napoli have taken eleven thousand to udine and that is a long long way to go uh, they didn't win it on sunday they have the chance to win it tonight ciao ciao